0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday. This is, guess what, the last Friday of July, the last week of July. Man, you come back Monday, it's going to be August and getting closer and closer to kiddos going back to school. So, hey, we've managed to put together two great days in the market. It'd be great if we could finish that way. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, Let's just remind ourselves that there's a lot of things out there in this world that you and I cannot control. But when it comes to your retirement and your portfolio, there are some things that you can control. The number one thing that you can control is how much risk you have in your current portfolio. The problem is you have to know how much risk you have before you can see if it's too much or not enough. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design Phone consultation where we'll figure out if you're heading the right direction or if we need some things that need to be tweaked. Again, give us a call 863-382-0037. With that, we got Dave coming up next.
1: 105.7 Light FM Vanessa Carlton is there. Good morning. Hello, it's 840 now. That's 20 before nine. Time check in and see what's going on on Wall Street this morning. We've had a couple of really interesting days that sometimes you might think were counterintuitive as well. But it was another big green day yesterday. Let's see what's going on with Philip Stadler from Statler Financial Services in downtown C. Bring Philip. How are you this morning?
0: Hey, doing well. You know, it's hard to believe that July is over, and yep. uh, and and the kiddos are going back to school here pretty soon. And to think that we've actually managed Dave to put together two get that two back-to-back great days in the market. And today, at least this morning, is not looking too bad either.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's not barn burner this morning, but I'm seeing all greenings so far this morning on, bel- on my delayed quotes as well. And uh, yeah, 332 up on the Dow yesterday, uh, 49 up on the Standard and Poor's, and 130 up on the Nasdaq. All good news, and all of them well over a full percent increase in one day after the barn burner one we had the day before. I was honestly fully expecting to see us take some profits yesterday. Evidently not. We got some optimism back in the markets, don't we?
0: We do, we do. We seem to have some some bounce up, and uh, it's kind of funny when things start bouncing up like that. You get the naysayers out there. I, I, I saw one. I think it was a. I can't. I don't want to say which firm it was because I can't remember exactly. But saying that, hey, don't don't buy into this because uh, it, you'll get disappointed uh, down the road. So uh, I, I thought that was interesting.
1: <laughs> Well, those of us that tend to believe in chart rhythms, tending to being immutable, yeah. There's always a there's always a rebound in a bear market, and this might be that uh, bounce up before we hit another bottom. I'm not ready to call that, but yeah, there's at the very least the chart rhythm geeks are looking at it and saying, "Yep, yeah, just that the interim bounce. Don't think anything of it." And that brings us up kind of to this morning. Social Security recipients might be happy with this because we got the PCE inflation rate out this morning, personal consumption expenditures. And uh, that's the number that uh, Jay Paulson of the Federal Reserve says he uses as his biggest gauge. Uh, It's up. Uh, it was expected to be six point eight percent. It was six point eight percent, but uh you came up with a ticker news item just as we were going on the air. That's the highest number since when? Nineteen eighty two. Nineteen
0: eighty two. January nineteen eighty two. That's that's been a long time.
1: Yeah, because time. the PC Yeah, the PCE number, I don't know exactly what goes into it, but I know it's the gauge that the uh, Federal Reserve honchos use to uh, try to get a gauge as to how bad inflation is. And uh, I guess the uh, reading would be, yup, it ain't very good right now. On the other hand, some of the other stuff was uh, good where we want it and not so good where we really would kind of like to see a little bit of moderation. Employment cost index was expected to go up 1.2% last month to keep employees on the books. Went up 1.3%, and that inflated into a a personal income improvement, a little bit better than expected. A half a percent was expected. We got six tenths of a percent. So that's okay. And the economy, we continue to support it with personal spending. Uh, Nine tenths of a percent expected. We were spending 1.1% more than the month before. I kind of put that into the notion of uh, I won't say that I agree with Biden and yelling saying this isn't a recession, but at the very least, some of the stools of a recession aren't necessarily happening at the moment, are they?
0: Well, that's right, because let's face it, everybody's I mean, everybody that wants a job pretty much has a job right now. Um, And and so that's impacting or or having an effect on what we call, quote, the, the recession. As long as employment stays going. Uh, you know, we might have a, a, quote, light, you know, recession, but th- that's still, that shoe could still drop, right? We could still see, I mean, we're starting to see some trends now where companies are starting to lay people off, they're stop hiring. And so it's just a question of how long is it going to take for that to be effective um, in the recessionary period? And then we start feeling it more and more. and And I, and I think that the way we're going about this right now means we could have a light landing when it comes to a recession. It just may be a longer period of time uh, than, uh, than we would like it to be.
1: And, you know, that, that there are two kinds of recessions. One of the ones that, uh, you know, go down slowly and take forever to recover from, and the other kind that we had in 82 that nobody enjoyed one tiny little bit, but it was you're pretty well over and done with in six months. It was extremely deep, but then it was over in about six months, and we were back to doing business again with inflation cured. Uh, I mean, the pain is much worse on those short, deep ones. But for those of us that are looking at retirement funds that we're looking at trying to get back on track again, uh, the long, shallow ones can also be pretty painful in their own way, can't they?
0: Yeah, they can, right, because the markets don't like it and they continue to fall off. And if you're thinking about retirement, then uh, you want those markets to be heading in the up direction, not the down direction. So, yeah, that's why I tell people, look, if you're five years out from retirement, you need to make sure that you've got the risk calculated properly within your portfolio. If not, you need to really sit down with somebody that can help you make sure that your risk number really lines up with your risk in your portfolio.
1: And nobody knows what the shape of this downturn is going to be, so that advice is very well taken right now for those of us that are looking at the notion of retiring inside the next five years, because we continue 10%, 12 15% down from where we were a year ago. Well, doggone it all, that's unpleasant to look at from the standpoint of monetizing it for retirement. Looking ahead at what happened during earnings season, we start off with some post-market trading that was really kind of interesting. because a couple of big guys reported, Amazon and Apple, right after the market closed. Amazon absolutely lost their shirt, a $2 billion loss, but they said it was all one crummy investment, and the market kind of likes it, don't they?
0: Well, they did. They had better than expected revenue. Their revenue was way better than expected. Um, And they issued an upbeat outlook. So that helped. Now they Uh did lose. They did lose $3.9 billion on on Riven, you know, that electric vehicle maker. So if they only lost $2 billion, then then that means they actually made operating money. Um, They lost it because of their investment. And so they're really getting a nice little boost today. Um, They're not up as high as they were a little earlier, but they're still up almost 11% this morning.
1: There was a lot of gossip on the tip sheets about expecting bad things from Amazon this time. I suspect there's a certain level of relief there. I had three or four articles earlier this week talking about how the e-commerce world is going to go soft because we're out of the house and we're buying at brick and mortar places and we're traveling and we just ain't buying on Amazon. Evidently, there was a little bit of relief to that, that Amazon is doing just fine, except for... Another goofy another goofy investment from Bezos, right?
0: Exactly. I think that's exactly what we're seeing there. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of. I still see a lot of Amazon packages in my neighborhood, so um, I, I think they're still doing well.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and you know, I just just as a personal aside, as long as the supply chain going into the retail stores is weirding off, there are a few regular purchases that I make that I can't find reliably in brick and mortar, so I've ended up just saying, oh, screw it. I make it a monthly uh, a monthly shipment from Amazon, so I'm among those boxes that you see coming into your neighborhood because, well, it's just flat out more convenient to make sure I can actually get what I want when I
0: want it, right? It, yep, exactly. And So, hey, you mentioned Apple. Apple also... Uh, reported a quarterly profit and revenue exceeded the forecast that wall street had for them um, their earnings are down though from a year ago so if you compare year over year it's down uh, but they did see an iphone sales continues to grow and i suspect that September's rolling around and september is usually when they roll out a new a new version of that so i'm sure that will help them in the third quarter uh, moving forward but Apple is trading up about, uh, well, a little over 2.5% this morning.
1: My suspicion is that's another case of diminished expectations beforehand from the trade press because they weren't expected to do well and to actually beat the street. That's always a positive for their stock, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. You know, it's a a positive when you, hey, when you can come out and beat expectations. And and sometimes, like you said, you know, the, the, the rumor mill starts to talk things down. Um, sometimes you wonder if it starts because that's what investors want. They want that pop they want. but uh, you know, it is what it is. And we have a couple of other things coming out today that have come out yeah. today. Roku, um, you know the streaming company, they uh, not not so good, Dave. Uh, they had a larger than expected quarterly loss. Their revenue missed on top of that. and then they issued weaker than expected guidance on ad revenue and sales of their video streaming service. So guess what? They're not doing well at all. Down 22.3% right now. Holy crud. <laughs> and that and that will be a new 52-week low. And their last low was, uh, I'm not sure when it was, but it was $72.63. Right now, if it opened at 9.30 right now, it'd be $66.14 a share.
1: That kind of slamming through the all-time low, let alone beating, all right?
0: That's right. Exactly. So hey, another uh, another downside we have is Intel reported, and, uh, well, they missed, too, both on profit and revenue. Um, their revenue dropped from a year ago. Uh, it was the largest decline they'd seen in more than a decade. Um, quarterly guidance, they're just missing on everything. Their quarterly guidance fell short of forecast. Um, of course, they're still battling the whole supply chain issue, right? The whole China deal where China keeps shutting down, it's hurting Intel. Um, Yeah, we we talked
1: about that for a minute before we went on the air. I mean, given the fact that 90% of what Intel makes is made over in China, and China can't seem to keep a factory open for all their COVID shutdowns, that's got to be a nightmare to run a company that's that dependent on China.
0: It really is. And of course, we know that's why they're trying to build their own factories, but it takes a while to do that. Um, but Intel is down this morning 11 and a quarter percent. Another huge down.
1: This double digit stuff, I really could live for that. Can you find me an up?
0: Hey, so I did think I maybe found you a couple here uh, before we get going. We've got uh, <laughs> the oil industry is going to help us out there, Dave. Chevron reported, and they beat both on top and bottom estimates uh, for the quarter. And they increased their top end of its share buyback guidance to $15 billion from the prior $10 billion. Um, So some good news for them, they're trading up a little over 3% this morning. And then we had another oil company, Mobil, Exxon Mobil reported. Uh They also follow suit, better than expected uh, profits uh, for the quarter. Obviously, higher oil prices have helped them. And so they're trading up 2% on the uh, on that news. and then the last one I have for you this morning is PNG. Procter and Gamble. Yes. they missed by a penny a share, not bad, but still a penny a share. Revenue was better than expected. Of course prices are going up so you kind of expect that. Um, so they continue to uh, get good growth on their organic sales, but uh, still things are slowing down. Um, and they're being cautious. They're trading down three and a quarter percent this morning.
1: I, that That's one of the ones that I always thought was kind of a recession independent stock. Okay. I mean, I, I'm still going to use soap even when things are a little tight, wouldn't you think? Uh,
0: yeah, I would I would think so. But maybe maybe you don't buy as much. <laughs> maybe you want to world... take a shower. Maybe you want to take a shower every other day.
1: That's why this place smells funny lately. (laughs) (laughs) Resetting the table this morning. It was a good day yesterday on Wall Street. All the major indexes up a bit of it, a full percent. I'm looking at some uh, changes as I look at my delayed quotes, and you've got them more up to the second. How are we doing 45 minutes before we start?
0: We have oscillated between green and red. We are now back to green across the board. The Dow is up less than a tenth of a percent, like $22.00. The S&P 500 is up almost a half a percent, $19. And the NASDAQ 100 is up three quarters of a percent or $97. So everything is not solid green, but but at least heading that direction. <clears throat> the commodities front, same thing. We're getting oil, getting another, I mean, um, silver, getting another nice little bump up six tenths of a percent. Davis getting really close to $20 an ounce finally. It's at $19.98 an ounce right now. Gold up almost three-tenths of a percent. Crude oil uh, must have dropped yesterday by the end of the day because it's uh, below where it was when we started yesterday, but still up off the close by 2.5%. It's at $98.75 a barrel right now.
1: I'm starting to use that magic word trading range, and every time I do, I get in trouble because we slam through it, so I'm going to shut up and say it's under 100. (laughs) I'm happy. Fair enough.
0: (laughs) Fair enough, buddy.
1: overseas markets. The Asian rent was off largely on the strength that China was expected to issue some growth rate reports and didn't. They're incredibly quiet, and that uh, scared the markets over there. They're down uh, the Hong Kong markets, down by two and a half percent at the close this morning. European markets generally up on optimism over our performance over the last two days, midway through their day. We were alluding to it earlier, Philip. We don't know what the shape of this recession is going to be. Heck, we got politicians that are arguing whether or not it really is a recession if you're looking at retiring over the next five or ten years there's a lot of numbers that you really ought to have some insulation from how do i get you to get that insulation
0: david give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule their core retirement design phone consultation we'll spend 30 minutes just uh no obligation just making sure that you're on the right track for the retirement you always dreamed of and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730,
1: 95.3 FM. And back here again on Monday morning. Philip, you have a great weekend, and I'll see you then, all right?
0: All right, man, you have a great day.
1: Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler.
0: Again, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you all have a great weekend. And hopefully today we'll end up on a hot spot and we'll start August on the right foot. Hey, if you need help, please don't hesitate. Give us a call. Let us walk you through our core retirement design, help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. With that, have a great day. I look forward to seeing you all again on Monday.